0: Hello Kaylee. Hi Gaki. Hi sisterish listeners. I feel like we never greet you. Um so hello, welcome. I hope you haven't felt ignored. I hope you feel included <laughs> in our community. <laughs> yes. Awesome. It's just so interesting because they're not like in our face. I'm like looking at you and right. you're looking at me but we can't see the listeners, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're there. Hey. So yeah, you could totally tell us that you're here and that you listen. You know, we have an Instagram. That's where we would love for you to engage with us. It's at sisterish uh, underscore podcast. Um, That's how you can, you know, show us your face. You know, we'll see you because obviously if you're not a creeper, you have an actual picture of yourself as your profile picture (laughs) and we'll be able to see you. Yeah.
1: So what's going on?
0: Welcome back to another episode of Sisterish. We're your girls. I'm Erica. I'm Kayla. Um, And Sisterish, for all of our first time listeners, you actually were greeted. And so you're welcome. Um, But we are a podcast, if you're not familiar, um, that is really dedicated to creating a community where we're all striving to be our most authentic selves, to be our full genuine, truest beings. And so all the little things that life throws at you, you know, Kayla and I share our experience on the podcast, how we learn from it and how, you know, we end up becoming more versions of ourselves or the truest version of ourselves. And hopefully we encourage you to do the same. And so if you have any, you know, questions, concerns that you're dealing with in your life, anything really um, that you would like to get advice on, feel like we are your sisters and reach out to us, you know, Um, and we can work through this life together. I just feel like we should tell the people what we do before we actually like dive in, you know what I'm saying? Like Give them a little little something, something, of what they're listening to, you know? Totally.
1: So Erica, what's going on?
0: What's happening in my life? Um, I mean, life is quite cry, cry Life, life is 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 interesting. I feel like. I mean, there's there's. I'm a single individual. There's mm-hmm. some background for y'all, um, especially if you're new. That's kind of and not this is new like me,
1: the, right? <laughs> and, and this is the first episode you've listened to because we've definitely been through some relationship stuff with both of us but
0: we have tons of episodes talking about relationship drama and tea um so you know uh if this is your first time you're not familiar with this man but his name is mr delicious yes it's everything you could think it is it is anything (laughs) you envision when you say mr delicious that's how i feel and um you know i had some bad news right that we discussed and so basically um long story short, you know, Mr. Delicious is voluntarily exiting the picture, um, it seems. And so, you know, I was thinking like, I'm gonna have to replace this um, man, I was gonna say hell but um, I'm gonna have to replace him. And, um, you know, I was just encouraged because I found him in real life. And I approached him, I was intoxicated, but I still imp- approached him. And, you know, great things have happened from me doing that. And so I'm like, maybe I should get in the game in that way. Because I've Typically, been traditional where I don't follow those like where I do follow those like norms that society has set on us that like we are the the prey and that the man is the hunter and that they should be finding us and doing mm-hmm. all that stuff and so um, I've decided that I should be the one that feels empowered enough to approach a man and so you know I have um, when I went out on Thursday we did a happy hour. And um, I went out and I approached a man that I saw. I literally don't know anything about him. Just saw him walking. He looked um, like, you know, defined, toned, you know, not like overly muscular, but like toned enough. He was, he like was a cute. a had a body. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was dark skinned, which... I didn't know I had a type, but apparently it's light skin. Um, This man was dark skin. And so I walked up to him and I just basically introduced myself I said, oh, sorry, I saw saw you walking around and I wanted to introduce myself. My name's Erica. And he was like, my name is so-and-so. And I was like, Oh, great. Amazing. Um, well, I'm actually on my way out, but I saw you and I just wanted to, you know, exchange numbers with you. And so I exchanged numbers with this man and, you know, he invited me to sit and join his little, you know, table. And I was like, you know, I'm on my way out, but you know, um, reach out to me. And so I walked away. I was not on my way out. (laughs) Um, I just went back to my friends and I was just like, that's all I wanted. Like, I didn't really want to talk to you. I'm chilling with my people. Um, so.
1: But he just, never saw you again in the club, in the no. in the bar.
0: Yeah. The way that we, where we were seated was, there was a divider. So um, <laughs> yeah, he did not see us. So, I mean, I thought that was great. I was like, this is great. You know, like. Erica, you have the power to yield your desired results, and so you should just go after them, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I used to be very insecure. There are some things that I am insecure about, but, you know, I think that I'm a baddie. I ain't
1: never been with, a, with baddie. a baddie. Here you go. No no it is to, to the daddy. Jelly. Madison, <laughs> but they calling me Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so, I mean um fast forward because clearly this man doesn't care about me because this was like two weeks ago um
1: oh wait he never called
0: so we texted like was this two weeks ago or was this this friday this thursday i think it was actually this thursday i might be tripping um
1: (laughs) he's not calling me i'm so upset i'm so upset hold on girl he just texted me
0: (laughs) i mean yeah except he hasn't texted me so it was Thursday. He did text me on, on Friday. You know, like, oh, texty, texty. You know, I was playing it cool. Spit my little game. He seemed to be laughing. We exchanged social media. Like, cool, cool, cool.
1: <laughs>
0: he calls me, like, Friday night, like, 2 a.m. Gross. Tries to FaceTime me. Obviously, I don't have a life, so I was sleeping. Um, and so, well, that's Saturday. That's a normal thing to
1: be doing. It's-
0: I mean, the young ones are out at 2 a.m. on a Friday, okay? <laughs> Technically, it's two a.m. on Saturday morning.
1: I'm not, (laughs) but
0: I I was inside. I was in. I was in a house, Um, and so I texted him that Saturday, and I was just like, "Oh, a two a.m. FaceTime call, huh?" Crickets. Nothing since then. We are now on Wednesday, since we record on Wednesdays, so we have almost reached a week. um, He's probably
1: embarrassed. You think he doesn't have to be embarrassed? Just be like, "Yo, I was drunk.
0: It happens to the best of us." Since when do I seem like I'm not a cool person?
1: Right, but I mean, he probably he didn't know you. You guys didn't really talk that much. I mean, that's it did absolutely a little, true. You know, so he's but probably. Why just do a men at- have fragile egos? Then,
0: like, why that's is a, it that? So is fragile? a great
1: question. We should bring some men on the podcast, and we should
0: really talk about it. Let me yeah. reach out to him and be like, "So, why is your ego fragile?" And see if he can come <laughs> on the podcast and talk to us. But yeah, I'm just like over the fact. I was one, encouraged by the fact that like, yo, I can shoot my shot, get a number, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but girl. I'm also discouraged because I'm like, what's the point? Why'd you give me your number if you had no plans to see me or at least didn't plan to see me during the day? And I don't plan on seeing you at night. Not the first time. Like, Hell no, take me out to dinner. What you mean? Exactly. Take we ain't all Mr. Delicious, out- okay? And even still, he took me to dinner. So, how about that? That's right. Anyway, what's going on with you?
1: Well, you know, it's basically I'm on a journey, a journey of love for myself. Um, you know, I'm really out here looking for ways to, for me to level up. Um, exactly, Sierra. I am trying to level up in my career professionally. Um, So, you know, if anyone wants to sponsor Sisterish, um, uh, we are available. You can email us at sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. And we will gladly accept for you to pay our rent. Um, And with that also being said, you know, in the time being, I am looking to level up in my career. So, you know, if you work at my company, pretend you're not hearing this, Um, but I'm looking for a job (laughs) because I'm trying to get paid. Like just really just being blunt. I'm looking to have an increase so I can increase my way of living. Honestly, that is the motivation. So that's what I'm doing. And I was wanting to work for a specific company. I have been like looking at this Company's website, like for a good couple of months, and you they had were the
0: job alerts on
1: exactly. And I was like, not seeing anything, they weren't hiring any roles for a while. Like, I had been looking and looking and looking, and then finally, finally, there was something for them to like for something that they posted. I was like, oh my god, it's a sign, this is for me, I am here. And you know, I was reading the description, and honestly, like, it sounded like a great role. But I'm not gonna lie; it was definitely a reach for me. You know, I was like, and by a reach, I mean like, you know, I'm not necessarily having all the qualifications. But you know what? That don't matter. You know, I wanted Shoot to live shot. exactly. I wanted to live my life like a mediocre, mediocre white man. So
0: okay, I was like,
1: I'm qualified, and so I applied. And when I tell you, this application process took me over an hour to complete. And yes, for the application, ladies and gentlemen, not no assessment after, you know, they selected you, no, for the application. They wanted me to basically help them with their own business, give them ideas of what they should do for them to make money from me, a random person off, off the street. So because I wanted to work for this company, I, I then completed these questions that they asked me. And I was like, all right, I better get an email saying, Thank you so much. We want to schedule time to talk with you. Or at least, even if I didn't want at all some those generic little emails that you get after you apply for a job that's like, Thanks for applying, best of luck, B, because we don't like you. Thanks, and, but no thanks. And you know, I was really hoping to have that, you know, because I'm going to be honest. I, when I apply for a job, I just be, you know, throwing shoots, you know, I'd be just passing it around, being like, all right, acting like I got, you know, some type of, you know, extra, whatever. I was going to say something that might be offensive. So I decided not to.
0: Um, I was (laughs) like, I'm not following, but
1: sure. I was like, what are we passing around? (laughs) Yeah. So I decided not to. Anyway. um, And. Then I was like, because, so, but for this one, I was like, all right, you know, I put in the effort because y'all know for other jobs, you ain't spending hours and putting in no extra, extra assignments, like putting in extra details. You ain't doing that for all these okay. jobs. You ain't, you saying, oh, they want extra work for me Mm-mm. besides for just, <laughs> besides for upload your resume here. Exactly. Uh-huh. Because the
0: application is a preview to what you're going to expect from me inside and therefore if you expect me to work <laughs> and you not got the pain. wrong one okay no period okay right. i ain't trying to work period okay
1: <laughs> well expect me to work and give you all these ideas for free you know i ain't the one right yeah right because that's what it was and so long story short y'all i didn't get the job and you know what they did They sent me one of those generic ass emails, but tried to say, you know, we wanna be transparent. We wanna let you know, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I was really upset. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I thought I wanted y'all. And you know what the hardest part for me to handle was the fact that they sent me this automatic ass email at Sunday, Sunday night at eight o'clock. That
0: recruiter was working. That's what you fun to do. If you work there, you gonna work.
1: And I was, and then, you know, M had to tell me because I was really upset. He was like, you don't want to work there? Why would somebody send you an email on Sunday night like that? Who's, wh- why? You don't want to do that? that? That's not even like, what is that? And I was like, you're right. That's not no work-life balance. And you know I'm trying to have that. And he was like, right. Like, that's just rude. Like, no. And I was like, right. You're just trying to ruin somebody's week. Why do you have to send that to me Sunday night going into Monday? Like, couldn't you they send me that on Monday? They wanted you to make sure.
0: I guess. Okay. Well, on the maybe potential positive side is like, it'll save your application maybe. And if you apply in the future, you can have a shortcut because it'll have the information in there. Maybe.
1: Whatever. I'm over it. The only thing I need you to do now is sponsor us on the pod and then I'll support you. Right. Because now I probably won't be trying to work for you. Unless I'd still use your products, (laughs) (laughs) but you can still try to sponsor me anyway.
0: You didn't even call them out for them to sponsor them, but I guess we'll work on that later.
1: No, I'm not calling them out because then this is, again, they've already got my free ideas and free things for me for, you know, again, for free. So they need to pay me for, for them to now get a shout out anyway. And so I also, you know, working on myself and my love for myself you know, I had a nice little Saturday by myself for a little bit, you know, I was able to go to some stores, you know, I went to that Home Goods. I went to Ulta, you know, I did some stuff for myself, and I was like, ooh, you know, it was a nice, a nice little throwback, you know, from when I always used to hang out by myself, and before I, like, basically was hanging out with M all the time, so it was good, and I had a good time, and then, you know, a little bit through the day, I went and hung out with M and his friends, and they're just some weirdos with, the way that they talk basically what do you mean no like they're cool like whatever but like i just laugh at these stories that they tell because you know they've been friends for a long time and i'm just like i i wasn't even saying i was like i probably wouldn't have liked you like if i knew knew you at this at these times of these stories i would have been like sorry it's not gonna work out like automatically but obviously you would have liked me because i'm always amazing but like i wouldn't have liked you (laughs) sorry
0: So you're saying if someone was to listen into our podcast when we're being really real that no matter what they find to like you
1: yeah amazing okay
0: great so um moving are we done with your (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: and then i also realized that i i kind of want to i kind of want a dog but i don't think i'm ready for it but you ain't got no
0: money you need the job first
1: (laughs) 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 anyway but yeah now i'm done that's all I needed to hear. Just okay. no. Uh, just a reminder. Know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> great. Well, awesome. So, we have a new segment. It's called Something from the Internet. And it's the segment where we talk about something from the Internet that we have come across. Um, and so, Kayla, would you like to tell them about this thing that you saw on the Internet?
1: Yeah. So, I follow this account, um, Nadra Tawab. Um, she's great. Uh, I've listened to a couple podcasts that she's done. Um, and I think she's an author as well I think she has books and stuff She's great You know So um, She's cool How many times can I say Someone was great and cool and amazing
0: um, Not enough if you talk about me But go
1: ahead <laughs> <laughs> So I saw something that she posted And she was like It basically says You can love your parents And still have issues With how your parents With how they parent you Sorry I can't read um, So again Let me read it again <laughs> you can love your parents and still have issues on how they parent you. Um, And the caption that I guess she had was, you are more than one thing and you're allowed to feel multiple things at once. Um, And I don't know. I think it just was something that hit me um, because it goes into like our main topic that we're going to talk about um, just about just how a parent's love really can, you know shape you as a person and really affects you and how you do things you know for your future family or for your you know yourself or your potential mate if you decide to have one like just it really affects a lot of things so it's important to kind of like understand you know where your parents are coming from but you don't have to be your parents is basically what i'm i'm taking away from it so Mm -hmm. yeah do you have anything that you want to add Yeah.
0: I mean, you and I um, have talked about this a little bit um, with each other when we talk about like how we look back maybe at like our childhood and um, yeah, we might not have liked everything that took place. um, And we talk about how we would have potentially wanted to have done things different. And we talk about, you know, like, Oh well, when we create our own homes and our own families, and blah blah blah, that we'll do things differently, or I'm going to make sure I don't do this, or I don't do you know that, or I do do something you know that maybe wasn't done to you. And so I think you know the way that you have experienced parenting can inform how you want to be a parent in the future. And so I think that this one thing that I was thinking about from this is like. Um, is that piece of it and then I think about having like um, you know estranged relationships and like when you think about being like, oh, I love them, but like there is this trauma that like I'm not quite healed from, so I'm I'm carrying that around. You know, I didn't like the the way or the interactions that we had, but I still can love and appreciate you. You know, as a person, I still care about you and your well being and what happens to you. Um, those feelings are still there, um, but I also think that there could it could lead to like you not necessarily being super close with them, right? Like I always look at you know parent-child relationships and I'm I'm always kind of envious when people are like super close. I think that's why I fell in love with Gilmore girls. Mm -hmm. Right. And like I'm like, oh my gosh, look how cute like how close they are. They tell each other everything. Like you can tell that they have like a love and a friendship and like that's so beautiful. Right. But Lorelai you know, didn't have that relationship with Emily. She didn't like how she was parented. Now she always, you know, would still have love for her. She didn't really want to talk to her like that. But like, at the end of the day, that's my mom. That's her mom. So there's love there. But it informed her on how she wanted to raise her daughter. She wanted to do things differently. She's like, I learned some lessons. I care about you. I appreciate you for where you have me, you know, in my life. But like, um, I'm going to do things differently. And so I think that that's really, um, kind of where my mind went when I saw this, this quote. Um, so I mean, like Kayla said, do you have something to say to what I said? But like Kayla said, this is our segment that we, you know, see things from the internet and we talk about them, but like we try and have it be like a mini intro to like the main topic that we have. We don't have anything cool to call our main topic. Um, so it's main topic. You know, we create an outline now, y'all. Okay. So we try to come correct and deliver y'all some good content. Okay. Exactly.
1: Cause we're trying to, we're kind of, you know, be prepared. We are trying to, yes, these BS
0: nine to fives, okay. We trying to be on that sister-ish-ish, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so our main topic basically comes from one of our other uh, shows that we really enjoy. Um, so if you are a fan of This Is Us and you are not caught up on the show, um, you should probably stop listening because we're going to t- spoil it for you. So here's a nice little spoiler alert. Um, we are going to be talking about This Is Us and it's episode um, Uh, four from the current season. So season six, episode four, um, and it's called Don't Let Me Keep You. Um, And so This Is Us is um, a really good show. Uh, It's on, what is it, NBC?
1: NBC, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and so um it has like sterling knight brown right and it has um mandy moore milo Ventimiglia, or however you say his name but hottie hot, yeah don't mess up my boo i'm sorry boo but you know teach me how to use my tongue to pronounce your name
1: <laughs> or use your tongue to pronounce your name what i say <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, him, hotty, hot, hot. Um, and some other people that I just, I don't know their names with them. They're talented actors and actresses as well. Um, anyone that you know, you want to shout out? No. But- okay. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, no was I was great. just going to
0: say like, that is the show. Um, and so it's amazing. And so, um, anyone who knows that show, it's kind of like a drama. Um, it does usually yield tears from individuals' eyes. Um, I feel like it's been a little bit since I've actually, like, cried watching the show. I think some of, like, their earlier seasons, maybe, like, two and three, maybe four, um, I feel like I might have cried with, but I don't recall crying during, like, season five really like that, or maybe even the first season...
1: Yeah, it's because they're, like, because as the show goes on, it's, like, they're really unraveling, like, the many different layers, and that's Mm -hmm. why it, like, pulls out your heartstrings a little bit, but, like, probably you're not really crying anymore because they're, you know, because this is the final season, so they're starting to wrap some things up, Um, but I expect that there's definitely going to be some major tears, you know, the closer we get to the end.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I for sure love this show. Like Kayla says, like you really, they really do a great job with character development. It, it really is a show that kind of takes you on the mundane things of life. Like this isn't a show that's like, oh, this couldn't happen in real life, or this isn't real. Or like, it really talks about like, it's a, it's a show where I get invested because I'm like, oh, this, these are real people potentially, right? They could be, they could be real people's live stories, you know? And it's, 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 it's a great show. I really appreciate it. So basically we're just going to talk about some of the themes from the show. Um, I don't want to have to like go through like a character list or whatever of these people. No, but so if you,
1: if you know the show, you know it and we'll just, we're just going to talk about it. I'm not going to yeah. be out here like holding your hand. So, yeah.
0: So this episode, um, is really a following Jack who's one of the main characters and it's, uh, his mom, um dies and so anyone who knows anything about jack he um
1: comes from a troubled home definitely Mm -hmm. abusive and it definitely you know his mother dying is comes to him as a shock but also it's a little bit he reacts not in more of like what you would perceive as like a typical way of like automatically breaking down in tears and just being really upset about it it's more so like wow, I can't believe my mom's not here. But at the same time, it's like I didn't – I wasn't able to fully get to know my mom and fully, like, spend this time with my mom because of the relationship that they all had with their fa- – with the father. Who, um, again, it was
0: abusive.
1: Right. So, you know, that leads us into kind of one of the first themes of childhood trauma, um, that he's kind of, like, having to – honestly, re-experience in a way, um, but in a but as so, an adult.
0: Yeah. So can you do – you, do you want to explain, like, childhood trauma? Because I feel like those are – that's something that we've kind of thrown around, but we haven't really, like, talked about it. And maybe it's obvious <laughs> to people who know the English language. Um, but, like, what would you – how would you describe, like, childhood trauma?
1: Well, I mean, I don't have, like, a real, like, Marianne Webster's de- definition, but um, I guess I would say – Childhood trauma is definitely, I guess, something that happened in your childhood when you were younger that 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 affects you and requires you to react in a certain way, um, or triggers you, you know, to react a certain way. Um, and you realize it was because something happened when you were younger that made you feel a similar way. So when you're older, you know, something similar might happen, and you're like you you resort back to how you felt as a younger person that's how I mm-hmm. yeah. describe
0: it I was trying to look for a definition but it, it went too severe for me but just it's not like Webster's or anything like that I wonder if I could have done like a better super search but right now it's it says um, child trauma refers to scary dangerous violent or life-threatening events that happen to a child um, zero to 18 years of age. This type of event may also happen to someone your child knows or your child isn't. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so not a good definition, but I think you did a good job of like capturing what it was. It's basically saying that there are experiences that an individual can have at a young age that impacts their, their life. Um, it could be, um, really anything interactions that you had with your parent, like how they raised you, if you felt hurt, if you felt seen, if you were abused physically, mentally, if you saw financial hardships, it impacts like basically like if you were impacted as a child, <clears throat> those, those, that experience can go with you, um, into your later stages of life. Again, If you haven't listened to our previous episode of "What Your Mental Health Is Worth," um, we do a lot of talking about uh, some of this uh, mental health topic as well. (laughs) So, yeah, I think you know this is definitely something that Jack is battling in this episode is childhood trauma and having to, you know, how that impacts his life. And so, it impacted his life similarly to how we were kind of describing it is that there is a strain. Uh, An estranged relationship. So in this episode, Jack would. Kind of, he was the one who kind of took his mom out of that home, right? When he was old enough to like drive and like be on his own, he was able to remove his mother. And so, we're not really going to cover the topic of like how come Jack had to remove her? Why didn't she leave herself? Why don't people in abusive situations leave? And we're just not going to tackle that in this episode. But there's a, an array of different um, reasons as to why people can't leave the mental hold that they have on you, the financial hold that they have on you. They isolate you. Like, there's tons of reasons that we could dive into, but we're not. But um, Jack is someone who was able to get his mom out of the abusive home with his father And basically, you know, he dropped her off, said that he would visit, like they all kind of made some broken promises to each other and it ended up not being the case. They didn't visit, you know, Jack ended up getting married, you know, and you know,
1: having his kids, having
0: kids and, you know, all the kind of touch points that they had with each other was like their typical Sunday, you know, Sunday evening calls. And so, um, and they would be very brief. Um, and so that's so interesting because honestly, it kind of reminds me of like how I currently have relationships with my parents, I'm again, wasn't one of those individuals who ended up being like super close with them. So it is kind of like a, you know, once a week, maybe we'll touch base with some of you. Um, and like, that's it. We keep it pushing. Things are, you know, fine. Good. How are you? Great. Kids are fine. Wife is good. Like keep it pushing. Um, and so, you know, outside of just like the impacts that it has on your relationship, like it definitely can impact how you navigate life. Again, Jack is such a good father, like in the show, like he's such a good father. He's such a good partner, you know, and I think that he is that way because he's seen, um, and gone through, you know, being in a home with his father. So he's trying to probably heal his inner child by providing the type of father he wished he had. Of course. Um, and so, I think that that's kind of how some of these things end up playing out in your life. And I think, you know, that was definitely a big kind of message from the episode. Totally. Yeah. Um, Well, we kind of talked about point number two towards the end, um, which is about family dynamics and how they can lead to disconnect, right? So um, I shared that, you know, uh, well, in the episode, we talked about how he... uh, didn't really communicate with his mother like that, um, and that they had this really kind of estranged relationship. Childhood yeah, trauma it was, can be mm-hmm. the cause of that. Go ahead.
1: Of course. Yeah. Like, obviously in the show, you know, during their, they made a pact and agreement to always call on the phone at on Sunday at six or something, and to just, that was the way that they were keeping contact. So That's what they did. But obviously life gets busy. So you can't have like the longest conversation that you want. It's like not always, you know, talking over the phone isn't always as always as personal and like able to kind of really understand what other people are going through, you know, through the phone. And But that's not to say that we're trying to go back to the office. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) Facts. (laughs) But um, so that was something that definitely hindered the development and growth uh, and the healing of their um, relationship. So, you know, that led to them, you know, being disconnected to each other. Um, And that, you know, when she died and Jack had to you know kind of make some of the arrangements for the funeral it was hard for him because he felt like he didn't know her life and
0: so specifically right he had to write the eulogy so and, and anyone who's been to a funeral or is familiar with like a eulogy that's like you know the words of the parting words that you say um you know to the person that has passed and it's supposed to be I don't know. Usually people think of it as being like, you know, obviously sad, emotional, but like, you know, inspiring, uplifting a little bit, like, uh, you know, talking about your relationship with them, who they are as a person, the legacy they're going to leave, the lasting impact they're going to have on you. Like, and you're supposed to just talk about them as a person. And so Jack realizes when he goes, you know, to, to attend the ceremony, one, he goes on his own. He doesn't bring his family. Um, Cause he doesn't, he probably doesn't know like how he's going to feel or interact or, you know, mm-hmm. also it's could be embarrassing. I was thinking like, it would be embarrassing if I have my, you know, family with me at my mother's funeral and basically people, cause his aunt Debbie was shading him, like yeah, like I, I got this. You didn't know about her cat. You didn't know about her boyfriend. You don't know about nothing about her and her life. Like you don't know anything. And like, she wasn't direct, but like I was catching the vibes, um, from, you know, her physical, um, non And so, you know, he probably didn't bring his family just because he f- probably felt a type of way. Like how embarrassing that I'm not literally like bawling or a hot mess or something because, you know, my mom passed away or that I don't have um, anything really to say about her. I got to learn about her from these people I've never really met or spent much time with. Like for those reasons alone, I can envision that's why he didn't bring his family um, with him. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think that it was interesting. It was a weird experience for him to be like, that's my mom, but here are these other people who are more touched or more impacted by her passing. And like, what does that mean? I think there was like such a deep struggle that he was going through um, that I was just, I don't know, soup could feel kind of relatable to, because I think about my own personal experience of like how I grew up and how I am not as close to certain members in the family and like, you know, why that is. And like thinking about the fact that I joke with Kayla, I'd be like, I know their name and maybe their birthday. Right. Exactly. Uh, Or I'd be texting people who are supposedly, you know, siblings to me and they respond with who (laughs) this, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, there are things that happen in childhood that distance you sometimes, whether you like it or don't like it. And I'm not saying that I enjoy it. I obviously think it's very sad, but like, it's also just like a, It just childhood trauma impacts your family dynamics and
1: that's what i that's what i really wanted to just say at that point yeah so i agree with you because yeah i think that's it's definitely something relatable with like grandparents for us it's like also yeah like you know people are like oh my god i always talk to my grandma and grandpa and whatever and we do all this stuff and it's just like sorry can't relate yeah uh, i was um,
0: listening to another episode and they be talking about like, um, like, oh gosh, like my grandma was my, you know, best friend. I loved her. And, you know, I see them every, you know, every weekend or every other weekend, or at least once a month, like, you know, like we have all these fond memories and like, you know, or even in college when people were like, oh, I go home, you know, all the time, you know, my family's, my family gives me a care package or I go home and this and that happens and blah, 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 blah. Um, and that does, that's not the story for everyone. You know, I, told the story. I've said this before that I only went home on mandatory dorm closures. Like you can't stay here.
1: <laughs> yeah. You cannot so, stay here. So, so then from there. So how do we get to forgiveness? You know, Ooh. Like how do, how do we get to the healing the and healing? And let me tell you, let's first, you know, we're going to talk, we've always been starting off with Jack, you know, I think for him, you know, he, he struggled with it. Um, for finding the healing in in the, the forgiveness, like he had to call the abusive father and be like, you're the reason why I don't know my mom. And you're the reason why I'm not as emotional as I feel it's normal to be because you dimmed her light and, you know, didn't allow her to be, you know, the best person that she was because all these people are saying how amazing she was. And I can't be like, yeah, she was amazing you know, because of you being a fucking douchebag, you know, so, um, yeah, I think that that was hard for him, and I think how he was able to heal was just also being grateful and being so blessed with his own family and his wife and his kids that he was, like, I'm so grateful for you guys, and I'm so, like, glad that, you know, his wife never gave up on him and, like, just really supports him, and he supports her, and they just have, like, you know, a really great relationship. Obviously there, you know, there's flaws and everything, but like they try their best every day. And I think that's how he's getting his healing is with his current family. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. I mean, that's how we, I mean, I think that healing is a necessary first step before you can kind of start over, right? Like, I think that like you, need to heal from, you know, the traumas, or at least be on a healing journey, you know, I think acknowledgement is the first thing, right? Like, I think, I think it's sitting with your feelings and being able to acknowledge it, being able to call it what it is, right? Like, I don't know if Jack ever had the opportunity previously to acknowledge the situation like the situation is I don't know my family because of you and like coming to that term coming to that truth and um, I think some people and again our last episode talked about it some people just think that them as like an adult is them is just like them right like the issue the the how it I don't know how to vocalize this, but your personality, your life situation, like they think that that is actually a part of themselves, right? Versus something that like, like happened to them that impacted them. And so they're walking around being like, like, I don't know why I am the way I am. I just, I am this, this is how I was born. This is me, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, and I think that it is important to say, no, I'm not, I'm not this way. There is something outside of my control that I need to acknowledge and deal with. Um, and so I think like you have to go through being still. That was kind of a message of like church too. Um, but like, this, it's so funny when the universe be talking to you. Um, but like, you have to be still, right? You don't always have to be go, 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 right? People drink alcohol, people do drugs, people have sex, people overeat, overwork out. There are things that people are doing to compensate or to distract themselves from dealing with their actual feelings. Um and so we do owe it to ourselves to like feel what we're feeling, experience what we are experiencing um in order to like come to terms with that. And then I think everything that you do after coming to terms with yourself is, like, the, like, extra work, right? Like, as long as you, like, so you can, I think a next good step is therapy. Kayla and I talk about that all the time, and, like, that'll help you do the work, right? Like, if you're, like, is this really me, or is this something that I can not have to deal with on a regular consistent daily basis. So going to therapy and working through it with someone who's unbiased um you know is a really great way to start. Um and then it is you know like Jack did having the conversations, you know you know hopefully pop more positively than maybe he did. He did have some liquid courage when he called his father um but you know being able to have the conversations, going into them, you know, knowing that it's for you and not for them because you know those could go wrong. Um, but doing whatever it is you need to do to do the work, um, of forgiving yourself. Because I think if you just continue to move past it, that is where you will run into, um, issues. Like the snowball will keep growing if you don't take the time to like, like slow it down. So, yeah. Um, I think like when I think about you know, starting over, um, I think about it, like, literally when I'm moved, I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna get out of this space, you know, that has all of these memories, not just family related, but like other memories that have other connotations, like I want to be in a fresh place, and like starting over, I want to be like, um, You know, I think about starting over and how it relates to building a family or creating a family or having loved ones or, you know, how my relationships look, right? Like, I think about all the work that I want to do around that. Um, But again, like I'm saying, it's not going to be impactful if you don't do the healing first. So I can take all these external steps, but really what you need to do is focus internally to make sure that you're not even perpetuating some of the things, right? Like you don't even know why you feel this way, you know? So then you repeat that behavior because you haven't acknowledged like, is this just me or is it because of something else? And so you're passing down these generational curses perhaps, and not knowing that you are passing them down. So you just need to stop, do the inner work before you can push forward.
1: Kayla? I agree. <laughs> no, I think starting over, you know, like starting over is whatever that means to you. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm gonna leave the city, state, country, you know, to get a to get away from this and become my own person. Like that's not always, you know, applicable to you. So like do what that, do what starting over means. So that could just be like cutting these people off or maybe not even forever, but just taking a moment of like stepping back and be like, you know what, I'm going to give you the space to, you know, learn for your own self and I'm going to do my own journey. And if I feel called to come back, then I will. Um, I think it's just really just like going deep within yourself and like, trying to not continue the cycle, you know, because I think that's something that people who tend to, you know, have these issues, they have a higher probability of continuing it on to others. Um, So I think the most important thing would just be working on yourself and being like, you know what, I'm not going to, this ends with me, you know, I'm not going to let this Act and like behavior continue beyond me. So I think that's really what what it comes down to. And just you know, moving on whether you get the acknowledgement or the, the sorry or whatever from the from the other person. If you don't get it, that's that's totally fine. Just keep doing you. I mean, if you do get it and like it's meaningful and like you see real change, like that's obviously the ideal situation. But if it doesn't, then that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, So, I mean, at the end of this, we really just, one, want to shout out the show, This Is Us, because it's amazing. I think it has all types of good, like, messages, especially someone who has their own kind of, like, internal struggles Mm -hmm. I think it's great to like watch it and be like oh okay look how much courage it took for them to have this conversation or oh my gosh like someone really could die maybe I should talk about my family issues with the actual person so we can have a healed full relationship um (laughs) like maybe there's like that just the show it just speaks to me and so it's so funny how I think that like sometimes God or like the universe be like aligning things and like you keep hearing messages and like you know, it's kind of like, hmm, what? why? And like, you're an idiot sometimes when you would continue to ignore them. But um, yeah, saga story of my life. So basically, I just wanted to talk about this. I also think that it helps us um, as it relates to like our podcast, like the whole purpose of us, our show is like people going on this journey to be their full, like authentic selves. And, you know, I like talking about um, this topic. It helps me. Um, And hopefully other individuals are feeling similarly. Um, And I just feel like, you know, I think we talked about this episode specifically because I just want to be inclusive, right? Like we hear all of these messages all the time about like cliche love and friendships. Oh my gosh, like I have a roommate and a best friend and a big group and like my job is everything and whatever. Like we live in such a society today where everything is like amazing and perfect. and Very
1: romanticized.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, is anyone real? Like, is anyone true? And like, how come I, and it can make someone feel less than. And so I'm just kind of like, I don't understand why we can't just all try and be true to ourselves, no matter what society says, no matter what kind of box they're trying to place you in, no matter like how different you feel or actually are, it's all right. And so I like talking about these things. um, So hopefully it does empower people to be like, yeah, like, this, you know, may be a marginalized situation. It may not be the mainstream. It may not be what's constantly talked about, but it exists and it's true to me. And so like, how do I make sure that I can navigate this or how do I make sure that I can, you know, still have the, the life that I would like to live? That's it. So we are now going to end all of our episodes with a lovely tip. I feel like I kind of gave one, Um, but (laughs) um, Kayla gave a tip last week. And so I'll give a tip this week. And so basically I wanted to talk about doing what's right for you, being authentic, basically. Um, Don't let people influence you. I think right now Kayla's talking about how she's looking for a job. I feel like a lot of people at my job are trying to tell me to leave like I feel like they're all like I tell them like like, this is what happened to me this is what's being said this is blah 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 and all the ways that I feel devalued or um, undervalued I'm just like it's annoying Um, and everyone's like yeah so leave you should go somewhere else like you're talented and capable and I'm like absolutely thank you so much but I'm I feel like that's not what I'm supposed to be doing like that doesn't feel true to me I feel like, you know, anyone who's heard me before, I've told this story, but like I literally was trying very hard in 2019 to get out of a JOB. And God says, sit still. And then doors opened. And I feel like I just, it's only been a year that I've been in this position. And I feel like if I try and leave yet, I feel like God was trying to teach me patience and to wait in his timing or that things are working in my best interest. And so I think that I'm supposed to be here. Like I think that I'm supposed to be in in this exact situation. I think it is a test for me to think about like my ego in the situation and to work on that. I think it's an opportunity for me to, um, when it comes to like, what God is trying to offer me like, and knows the desires of my heart. Like it's really about, um, I love talking to people. I love getting in front of people and trying to raise their voice up and like help them. You know, I love speaking to my inner child, I guess, um, out loud and where I feel like I can, you know, be heard. So I feel like God is trying to tell me, you know what? Here's your opportunity to do that. You work from home, you know? they're undervaluing you. So you have more ability to work on your needs, um, your desires. And so, you know, focusing on sisterish. So basically, um, although I'm getting pressured from other people to get another job, I think I'm supposed to be in this job. I think I'm supposed to commit to sisterish. I think I'm supposed to have this situation right now so that things can happen for me Um, Cause I don't want to work for anyone. We started this podcast or maybe we didn't, but I was talking to Kayla earlier that we were talking about how don't nobody want to work. Don't wait. Like not at all. Like period at all. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, why would I go and get another job and, and work? For someone else specifically, even. So I really think that God is trying to have me sit in this specific spot so that I can work on not working for anyone. So really just don't let people influence you. That's the story. Because know what your ultimate goal is and what you're trying to achieve. And don't let other people try and get in your way. So you want to close this out, Kayla? They've heard enough of me.
1: That was amazing. Really, we love that for you. So, um, thank you for listening and making it this far into the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget to rate and review and, you know, follow us, um, on the podcast, on Apple podcast, Spotify, everything, just do all the things. And you can also, um, follow us on Instagram at sisterish underscore podcast, um, where we will definitely engage with you, you know, re-share some of our um, post and just tell us that you're listening. Um, and we hope you have a great week and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.